Welcome to this new episode of Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia. Thanks for tuning in. For those of y'all who are recurring visitors, and of course, to those who are new, welcome aboard. I am the head writer over at News 4 San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. And once again, I am joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. And the reason why we're having this show right now is because some major news just hit your San Antonio Spurs. And that's right. Tiago Splitter is coming out of retirement to play for the Spurs. How do you react to this, Joe? I mean, wow, man. <laughs> just, just the kidding. news just broke. <laughs> <laughs> I am just kidding, no. Joe. Joe. Joe looked like, like you were just like shocked. Like, what is Jeff going to? No, Kawhi Leonard <laughs> likely will be back this season. No, he's not sitting yeah. out the rest of the season. No, he is not going to just continue with his rehab the guy is coming back and he's coming back very soon as in next month joe why don't you tell exactly what just happened today what espn reported between the spurs and Kawhi leonard well i'm gonna play a sound effect uh real quick this is what happened today in spurs nation we got the news that Kawhi leonard is possibly shooting for a March return, you know, and that broke by Michael C. Wright and Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN News. So I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. After all this Kawhi saga, you know, the saga that is the Kawhi Leonard uh, debacle here in San Antonio, he's finally going to come out and play, you know, possibly in March. So, yeah, everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> Best news ever, you know? That's exactly what this team needed, an ejection of life, considering the fact that you just snapped a four-game winning streak, losing streak, I'm sorry, uh, to the Cavaliers. Gave them a little bit of a spark, but then again, you know, everybody knows about the Spurs' upcoming schedule. It is not friendly at all. It's very daunting. Hopefully, Leonard will help ease up some of the pains that the Spurs have ahead of him. But as Joe mentioned, that is right. ESPN is reporting that Kawhi Leonard is going to resume working with the team sometime this week and looks to be back on the court in late March. Of course, everybody knows the saga that is Leonard and the Spurs, so let's take a trip <laughs> back in time. He didn't play at all in the preseason, Joe. He did not play at nope. all for a good chunk of the beginning of the season. He played nine games and then shut it down. When he shut it down... Because remember, the Spurs cleared him. They said he was good to go, but Kawhi shut it down. At that moment in time, Joe, we know what happened earlier today, but at that moment in time when Kawhi said, you know what, I am shutting it down. Whatever you say, Spurs, I'm just taking it as a grain of salt. I'm going to do my own thing. What was your first reaction? I, I really was, I had mixed emotions. You know, I was excited, but then I was like, you know, kind of wanting to pinch myself is like, is this a dream? Is this really going to happen? <laughs> you know, because you hear so many things coming out, but you look at the source and you're like, my God, you know, it, it's it's true. You know, this is very a very reliable source. So I was like, all right, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the Spurs coming back at full strength again. It's been a long time since we've seen that, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, when Kawhi said that he was shutting it down, my first thought was wow this is unprecedented you know usually the um the spurs shut down players they tell david robinson you're hurt you're not coming back they tell tim duncan you're not you're hurt you're not coming back um and so on and so forth you've seen it with tony parker you know the the, the injury minute the management situation same thing with manu but this was different 
Kawhi said, no, I'm shutting it down, and I'm going to go out and my own get, get my own opinion on my reoccurring quad injury. At that moment in time, Joe, I was thinking the worst case scenario already. I'm just going to dive into that area. I was like, okay, fine. He doesn't feel he's ready. Oh, my God. You know, mismanagement of, of injury treatment. You know, that's going to rub him the wrong way. The Spurs are going to obviously take their approach. You know, they're, they're butting heads right now. And, uh, yeah. Then came the news that he supposedly wasn't happy. You heard that moment in time, Joe, when Jalen Rose and ESPN and Stephen A. Smith, everybody was saying he is unhappy yeah. in San Antonio. And that everybody called him crazy. Everybody called him crazy. <laughs> yeah. And at the yes. end of the day, you know, hey, you, you, you know, everybody moved on. Popovich shot that that report down, said that's absurd. He's happy to be here. But I think to me, obviously, uh, something was going on because if you fast forward after that moment in time in the Kawhi Leonard saga, uh, you know, in Brooklyn, when the Spurs were on the road taking on the Nets, uh, that's when uh, Popovich had said that um, he is sh- that Kawhi was going to be out indefinitely. He kept on saying at that media session, and I was there, saying it's just it's just the injury, it's just the injury, it's just the injury. He can't rebound, he can't rebound well enough from the injury. Hey, you know we're going to give him all the time he needs to get ready. Okay, so think about what happened. It went from we're we're, we're clearing you to go, Kawhi. Kawhi says, I'm not I'm not good. I'm not clearing myself to go. Then Pop says, you know what? He can't rebound well from his injury, so we're going to shut him down after playing nine. Well, uh, we, we, we want him to take some time off after nine games, and it's just the injury. I think the problem here when I look back is this, is that Kawhi could have ended a lot of this if he just said something, and he didn't. He didn't say something. Yeah. Now, no, look, I'm glad He's coming back. I'm not going to poo-poo that. That's awesome. That's great. That's phenomenal. But I think looking back at the situation, um, and you toss in the fact, too, that Pop said that he would be surprised if Kawhi ever comes back this season. Woo. I think the drama was unnecessary. I really believe that. This was unnecessary drama, not on the Spurs' part, but on Kawhi's part. Yeah, I mean, it was it was unnecessary, but I mean, you have to wonder, like, you know, we talk about a lot, you know, off the screen, you know, behind the scenes here. And like you had mentioned to me a couple of times where there's smoke, there's fire, you know, and I hear that a lot in local media here. Basically, what, what they're saying is that, you know, there's some there was something amiss here, mm-hmm. you know, something happened in somewhere between, you know, and what I've really noticed it it happened during the preseason. And the reason I say that is the Spurs have something in San Antonio here, and the fans look forward to it every year called the Spurs Open Scrimmage. Mm-hmm. It's, a, you know, the AT&T Center is open to the public. People come in, and you're having the silver versus black, you know, uh, friendly open scrimmage between, you know, Spurs players. And everybody was there. Everybody was excited. The atmosphere was great because the fans haven't seen Spurs basketball in a while. Person who was noticeably absent Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. and fans kind of were like, hmm, wonder what's going on with Kawhi. And then shortly after, then you started hearing the rumblings and stirrings of, oh, he's having some some issue with his quad, you know. And then you hear, you know, the the report by Jalen Rose, and then you hear all these other things going on. So it just, you know, a 
there, there's obviously something happening, but I, I'm, I'm glad that the Spurs kind of spoke up and said something, especially Coach Pop. He kind of, what he did was brilliant. He's a brilliant strategist. He kind of put the ball in Kawhi's court with oh, the did. phrase saying, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, we're going to move forward and we're going to say at this point that we're going to more than likely move forward without Kawhi Leonard. Don't expect him back for the rest of the season. Right. And then reporters kept on saying, well, what if he comes up to you and says he's ready to go? He's like, I don't want to talk about that with you right now. Right. I don't want to say anything. So it's like, hmm, you know, it makes you wonder. But I, it was brilliant on the Spurs part. They put the ball in Kawhi's court and look at how he responded. You know, but he still hasn't come out right and said anything like you said. But obviously, when stories like this are released, the source is coming from somewhere. Maybe Kawhi's camp. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. So, so y- you know, you, you put all this thing together. You put everything together. And look, at the end of the day, the Spurs need him in uniform if they want to make any type of noise in the postseason. There's no doubt about that. They're doing great without him. They're doing pretty well without their two-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year. But they expect to hang with the big boys, Thunder, Rockets, Warriors, etc. They're going to need him. And you brought up about Popovich's uh, indirect message through the media to Kawhi. You're right. It was brilliant. But I also thought it was brilliant for the current crop of uh, Spurs. Why? Because... They're probably expecting every day that Kawhi's going to come through that door. Kawhi's going to come through that door. And he kept on, no, 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 he's not coming. Another day passes, another day passes, another day passes, and nothing. And I think it was beneficial for the team prior to the announcement that just accepted that Kawhi's not coming back this year, got him pushed forward. And I think that helped tremendously. Uh, uh, It definitely showed in the win over the Cavs. You know, that was a team effort, and I like that. And, you know, you look at everything as a whole now. This was uncharted waters for the Spurs. When was the last time, Joe, you've seen the Spurs have to deal with a situation like this? Rarely do they. Rarely do they ever say anything. Or this kind of quote-unquote drama comes out of Spurs camp. And I think that's why a lot of fans, NBA uh, media types, were kind of surprised about what's going on. Because situations like this in San Antonio don't happen as often. Rarely do they do. So here you go. You have a star player in the league who was looked at as possibly being an NBA MVP this season come out and defy the Spurs. When did you ever see that? You know, if the Spurs say you're good to go, usually players toe the line. And yes, yes, sir. You're right. I'm ready to go. Here I go. He fought back. He said, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go find out my own uh, specialist and I'm going to dig deeper into what's going on with me. Look. At the end of the day, Joe, does it really matter? Who cares how we got here? As long as we got here. But just because Kawhi Leonard is back doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet. But uh, what Joe Joe and I are going to do, we're going to go ahead and dive into our takeaways from the recent news. So, uh, Joe, you know, when you look at this news that he's coming back, may he come back in March, what's your first takeaway? First takeaway, I think it's a – a shot or an injection of moving in a positive direction for the relationship between not only Kawhi, but also the Spurs organization. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my first takeaway from this because obviously there was some tension somewhere, but by him saying, you know, Hey, I am looking to make a a return sometime in March. 
I think that's, you know, a healthy, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, median in between the two, you know, where they can start moving in a positive direction. That's my first takeaway. You, you know what? I, I agree with that. It puts to rest, at least as of right now, you know, any type of uh, reported ill will between the two sides. If Kawhi really was upset with the team, he would have said, nope, I'm going to stay out and I'll see you when I see you, Spurs. But he didn't. Uh, he yeah. uh, reportedly will be back, hopefully, uh, by March. And I think that's going to calm the waters. I think this is a good first step. So I'm going to dive into my first takeaway yeah. is this. Is that a good first step? This is a good first step towards repairing any type of relationship uh, damage, if there is one, uh, between the Spurs and Leonard. The Spurs, if they see Leonard walk, I think this would be one of the biggest blunders they ever did um, in their franchise history. You, you, you have them; they have themselves a gem on both ends of the court with Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Now, granted, even if Kawhi Leonard said, "You know, I'm gonna bolt," we still don't know. You know, think about this, dude. He hasn't signed on the dotted line yet for that supermax or or near that supermax deal down the road so we'll see exactly what his true intentions are for coming to the spurs after next season but as far as this season is concerned you got to put things in perspective it's good that he's coming back great the the spurs can definitely use his uh his punch on punch on the court but we're not out of the woods yet i think i think joe this is a good step towards repairing that relationship and hopefully when they meet at the table uh it's a little easier process and ink Kawhi Leonard to a long-term deal no doubt man um one thing that I was going to say too is I think what's going to happen now and my second take from this whole ordeal the the Kawhi Leonard saga is it actually is a morale booster for the team because now both the players you know, the coaching staff and Kawhi know exactly where they stand. They can expect to see him come back in March and everything can kind of start returning to normal. You know, Kawhi can start getting out there on the court and start, you know, reintensifying these bonds that he has mm-hmm. with the players, these relationships, you know, this chemistry. He can start coming back into the brotherhood. It's almost like a fraternity, you know, where you're out, you want to come back in. These are your brothers. These are your you know, teammates, you know? So I like the fact that by him coming back and my second take is now everything can start returning back to normal. The drama is over. The Spurs can start making a run into the playoffs and finally be at us at full strength, 100%. We can't really, we haven't been able to say that for for quite some time, you know? So it's great. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But yeah, look, he's played nine games uh, so far this season. Not a tremendous sample size, not a big one, but he did average double digit points. He did have himself a couple 20 point night explosions. He did have himself some uh, games to forget in those nine games, but it's a very small sample size. But in that sample size, you saw the impact that he can have. You saw the immediate impact yeah. that he's going to have on this team once he gets back uh, in the rhythm with his uh, teammate. Now, I, my, my final takeaway is this. Um, actually, maybe a maybe it's kind of a continuation of the first takeaway, and um, is that we're again we're not out of the woods yet. You know, I I think 
Spurs fans could take a small sigh of relief for this season, but let's wait to see what happens come the business uh, side of it after this season when the $219 hopefully are on the table for him because Joe's going to foot the bill. Joe, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> kick in the two nineteen, and I think that's where we'll see his intentions. Yeah, but, I'm gonna borrow it from Rivera. I'm gonna hey, borrow it from go. Rivera. The, the, uh, the legend <laughs> of Rivera and his deep pockets. Uh, but yeah. as far as my final take, my takeaway is this: is that don't expect too much from him right away. It's gonna take time for him to readjust to the game shape, readjust to the NBA style, get back in the swing of things. If he has a couple games to forget initially, so be it. He will get there. The last thing I think that Spurs fans should do is this, is that start raising their hands up in the air like, you see, he's he should have stayed out. He, he's not ready. He, you know, he's, he's hurting them more than the team uh, can afford right now with them hanging on to the third, fourth seat, what have you. This is going to take time. This is going to be a process. You know how they say in Philadelphia, trust the process? You're going to have to trust the process for the Spurs bringing him back. You know Joe. I know Joe. They're not going to rush him back. More than likely, he might come off the bench, maybe, for the first couple games. And if that happens, I think patience is in order. Everybody's going to have to be patient with him. LMA is playing outstanding this season. Let's be honest, Joe. His touches may reduce some. And those 20-plus nights, those 30-plus point explosions may trickle down a bit. But that is going to have to be a a wait-and-see approach, but a a very good thing to have. This is a good problem to have. You have LaMarcus Aldridge playing as an all-star right now. He got nominated. He got got the nod to be an all-star by Team LeBron James. He has a good rhythm right now. I don't want Kawhi Leonard's return to affect that, but it will to a certain degree. But if these two guys get into the page together with the way that he LMA is playing right now. This could come out to be a devastating duel for the for the rest of the league, the West playoff teams. Those teams, that team, whoever gets un, the unfortunate draw of getting the Spurs in the first round. Think about this: the Warriors and the Rockets have been running roughshod over the uh, West NBA this season. The Thunder, you know, having their little ups and downs, but more spikes than than whatnot. Now here comes the Spurs. At a full strength, and a team that nearly beat the Thunder with their G League team out there, a team that took down the the, the new look Cavaliers without Kawhi Leonard, a team that took down the Boston Celtics earlier this season without Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's got to put a scare into some of the West teams. What about you, Joe? Oh yeah, no doubt, man. You know the Spurs, regardless of what their record shows, you can rest assured that no team will want to go ahead and face the Spurs uh, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. even without Kawhi Leonard. You know, we had him, that we'd be a, a formidable opponent. Even without him, I'd, mm-hmm. you know, you know the, the way that the legend of Coach Pop is spread around the league. Yeah. They know that he's the X factor. And as long as we have Coach Pop, that other team, the other teams are going to be scared. So, yeah, they, they don't want none of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just think about this, too. In just that that little nine-game spurt that he played this season, 16.2 points per game, 4.7 rebounds, 2.3 assists in that nine-game run. Woo! Yeah. That's not bad. Now, yeah. also expect this, too. More than likely, his numbers are not going to spike again. Remember how every year 
uh, Joe, his numbers improve better and better and better and better. Obviously, that's not going to happen this year. does not mean yeah. that Kawhi's having a drop-off. He's just starting the season late. There's only 20-something games left. It's going to take time. Who cares if he averages, uh, hopefully he doesn't, 15 points a game and, and, and three rebounds. But if he's averaging 20-something points in the postseason when it matters, I'll take that versus the regular season. Joe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm with you on that one. You know, I'd rather he average 10 points or 12 points, you know, but right now just to get himself back into game shape. But where where it really matters, like you said, it's the playoffs. I'd rather him average 20-plus points in the playoffs, pull in 10 rebounds and, you know, have a couple blocks and steals. I mean, that that's what's going to be the the difference or the X factor in these playoff games. Exactly. It's, it's, it's great news for the Spurs this season. Again, it's – you know, the report says, uh, you know, I in a March return. So, you know, we have, I, I guess I'm still holding my breath. I'm like, no, that, nothing <laughs> happened. You know, I see these reports. They're looking at a March return. It's not a confirmed March return, but this is obviously some good news for Spurs fans. Good news for the Spurs, the players. You're getting themselves back a, a, a NBA MVP uh, type player. And this is all roses right now. This is this is just some a breath of fresh air. This is what the Spurs needed. This is you know to deal with the drama, to deal with their them being in the headlines for the wrong reasons. That being the drama between Kawhi and you know Pop and the Spurs, and there's such a major rift. And oh my God, this and that. Hey, take a deep breath. It looks like maybe, just maybe. Uh, Kawhi will be back in uniform, hopefully, and I think he will, and uh, begin to take down this NBA. So Warriors, you're now on notice. Thunder, you're on notice. Rockets are on notice. Claw is coming back. Good luck. Oh, yeah. You know what I attribute uh, the return of Kawhi Leonard to? What's that? The the good luck candle. Good luck candle? (laughs) The Mexican good luck candle. How many many of those did you light up? I only bought the one, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a Mexican store that's near where I live. You know, it's a meat market. Yeah. And, you know, you go in the meat market and you're buying your, you know, snacks or what have you. And I was going through the checkout line and I was like, they said, it's a, it's a lucky candle, you know, it's a lucky brand candle. And, you know, it's like, you know, you light it and you, you wish for prosperity or, you know, yeah. whatever it is that you're looking for. And I was like, I'm going to buy this candle. I'm going to light it. I'm going to wish that Kawhi would come back and he's coming back. It all has to do with the candle, man. You got to believe in that, you know, la vela, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I ignited an inferno uh, where I live, you know, nothing but candles, you know, it was just a shining bright uh, <laughs> inferno of fire. And no, I was not being an arsonist. I simply just trying to get Kawhi Leonard back. He's back. Hopefully, Again, you got to read that report very carefully. This is Aina March return. We'll got to see. We got to still see how he responds when he starts doing five-on-five practices with his teammates, playing the uh, you know the NBA style. You know, say what you will that it's very um, oh I don't know you know guard friendly and you can't hand check anybody. I want you to tell that to Russell Westbrook who took a hit from Pachulia. Imagine that. Imagine Pachulia does some stupid stuff when the Spurs and the Warriors play again and Kawhi's out there. Oh, my goodness. That That's a game that Pop should sit him out. Pop should, should sit Kawhi out when they play the Warriors. Oh, my God. I'd be like, okay, Pachulia's out there. You yank 
you yank uh, Kawhi out and if Kawhi's <laughs> yeah. back in time. But my goodness, uh, you know, I think Patchouli would not escape San Antonio alive if he does some funny business to him once again. Uh, that was ridiculous what he did to Russell Westbrook. Oh, I mean, was, come on, man. That was that was obvious. It was like, oh, I fell. No, crash on his knees. Uh, but Pachulia, don't, don't even think about him, it. Though. That's a, that's an interesting thing. It was a sniper, the ghost. <laughs> it was a it fantasma. <laughs> yeah, it was. That, I think I think uh, I think Pachulia is just probably thinking like, if I can't stop him, I'll just wreck him. And seriously, he needs to. The NBA has to do something about that guy. But you're not here for Pachulia. Hopefully, we'll never be here for Pachulia again if he does some crazy yeah. stuff again. But, hey, Kawhi is back. We gave our takes. I'm still saying I, – I say that, you know, patience is in order when he gets back, that it smooths things over temporarily, and that we still got to wait for him to put pen to paper. So we're not out of the woods yet. Joe's takes, he just loves the chemistry. What does he do to boost the morale of the team? And, uh, yeah, I mean, all is silver lining right now. See, pun intended, silver lining. See how I did that? Uh, you can <laughs> yeah. uh, follow me on Twitter at JeffGSpurZone. Email me at JeffGarcia74 at gmail.com. Uh, let's talk about Kawhi's return, and hopefully it's sooner than later. Joe? Yeah, man, hopefully it is sooner than later. And um, one other thing that I was going to say is the Spurs are going to be back in action here coming up on Wednesday against – the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. So that's something we gotta look for, you know. We gotta we're gonna return back home to the TNT Center, get all the Smith, the cows and the the horses and all that. The rodeo stink, <laughs> and they can uh, finally, you know, maybe pull out a win against the Pelicans here back at home. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully they get uh, get a good winning streak going. They got one in a row. They got one versus the Cavs. Hopefully they get two in a row. And keep on hanging on to that third seed. They're in a fight right now, but um, you don't want to see it come down to that where Jimmy Butler gets hurt. You know, you want you, know, you want to play the team at their best. So hopefully Butler comes back and makes it very competitive for that third, fourth spot uh, for the Spurs and Wolves. But hey, Kawhi's possibly coming back. Hopefully he does, and we're hoping for a March return, maybe sooner. If he does, Joe's gonna run down the uh, military drive, honking horns when he sees him slip that uniform on and check in. That noise you're gonna hear in downtown San Antonio, that's gonna be Joe. So, Joe, Both don't, don't, don't wake up everybody. Horn. Don't wake up everybody <laughs> in the South Side. No, man, I know better. I'm gonna be going to the South Side honking my horn, dude. I might get shot out there, dude. I'll probably go downtown. <laughs> yeah, just, go, just stay downtown if you're honking your horns. All right. But yeah. uh, with uh, that, we're gonna put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. So, for Joe Garcia, of Two Shots Podcast. Go check it out. I am Jeff Garcia, and we're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.